Yo, what's going on, everyone? We are back with another Church Nerds episode. I got no, the Norman. Crew. Hold, hold on, Norman. Can you stop this real quick? Oh. Actually, I can't. But I can cut it out though. <laughs> hey, Jackie, you got bro. What's you? T- I can tell you tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that ain't nothing like your other. Interest. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. You sound like Pastor B. You know. <laughs> Yo, okay. yo, we gotta get you a do over, man. Gotta they get you a do over. I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh my goodness. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yeah, man. You ready? I'm ready. Look, I'm ready. Look, I'm ready. You, be, you be making me excited about the podcast when For you do introduction. I don't know what the, I almost my cut fault. My, my camera. Off. My, my fault. My fault. What up, everybody? This is another episode of the Church Nurse Podcast. I am your boy Jay Baller, and I got the crew. Oh, with me, we got Norman Heath, The Real Walls, Andre, Papa Buford, and Mr. Preacher Man himself, Brandon, Travis. What's going on, y'all? How's everybody on? doing tonight? What's going good, on, good, man? Good, good. Listen, man, I'm, I'm mad I missed last week. We had, they looked like you guys had a good time with Southern and Bishop Daryl Fair. We definitely got to bring him back on for another episode on the podcast. I know he's probably going to promote us. Uh, at the uh, at the national convention, um, even though Bishop Ford said we can't, from, uh, you know, yeah, man, he said, he said we can't do it, man. Squash our dreams, seriously, yeah, man. Squash our dreams, but that's all right. We're still doing a live person show, man. Which so uh, we want people to come on through and watch our live show, man. But today's episode, listen, we got to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. That has happened within the past two weeks of our uh, of our society. First, we're gonna start off with the good. Marvel's Secret Invasion. Mm. Now, I don't know about y'all, but the first two episodes have been phenomenal in my opinion. I have I've loved it. And Norm, you write that first episode. This is a spoiler spoiler, by the way. If you haven't seen the show, then I suggest you should go watch it. They did sure, not have to kill my now. girl off. Hey man, hey man, you, hey, we, we we got to show that Marvel knows what to do when their back is against the wall. Oh, because them last like four Disney Plus shows have been terrible, terrible. comparatively. You know so. what? They was missing Nick Fury. They were missing Nick Fury. You know why? Because when he's out, that's right. He's in. He's in. You know what? <laughs> It's the power of the black man. Yeah, come on. There we go. There it is. See, there see, it you is. infuse Reach. a little Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson. huh? Reach. In Disney Plus. It just changes the show. He says, I'm not going to be on a terrible show. Watch it's not going to happen. It's, it's, it, it's an effective show when there Samuel L. Jackson is in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a, he's a top tier actor. So. That's true. Facts. Man, and so is Oscar Isaacs. Oh. <laughs> he's an A list actor. Top, top tier is an understatement. He's an A-list. He's A plus plus. A plus plus. Man, but I mean, for what, what, what y'all, what y'all think of the, the, the first, <laughs> first episode, man? First two episodes of uh, Secret Invasion, man. Well, like, what were y'all initial thoughts? Like, what were y'all thinking about going into this show? Because obviously, we know from the comic books and the storylines, Secret Invasion is a huge, huge art. Honestly, Marvel could have had her own phase just for Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, what, what does y'all think going into this? Uh, are we going in order? It don't matter. I mean, uh, uh, Andre, you can go first. Um, 
my thoughts going into Secret Invasion was to see more of Phase Five, mm-hmm. um, in it. You know, just to kind of give us the story setup and the storyline that they're gonna progress over the next few movies that they come out with for Phase Five. Um, also, I mean, so Episode One, you know, it, it, it was definitely it, it threw me off when uh, I'm not gonna do a spoiler. Um, a certain individual died that, 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 you know, y'all know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, in, in episode two, ending off, you know, on a note that might indicate more adventure to come, so so it has me excited for the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, 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 I'm pretty excited about this show. Um, you know, all the actors are pretty good. Um, of course, you know, you got your Samuel Jackson, um, which is like we said, an A list plus plus actor right um and uh you know and, and olivia coleman you know i mean she steals the show you know like she always tries to um but she's accomplished you know uh so i'm enjoying it so far i i must say um it's, it's well put together my, my expectations for it were high just because mm-hmm. of all the well, other bad instances right. we've had right. <laughs> in the past four movies that they came out with this year mm-hmm. but um yeah, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. Brandon, what you think? Uh, definitely, I like it, and I would say this is probably a good course correction, as has already been stated from where Marvel was going, even in terms not just the TV series but cinematic series as well. The writing on this is better. It is so much better to me. I agree. I agree. Uh, way better than uh, what we've been getting. Uh, right. and it's got, and it's almost coming back to Marvel's inception where they've got good writing they've got good humor srinkled it's not overly done it's sprinkled mm-hmm. in there well um so it really gives me hope for the marvel cinematic universe that mm-hmm. you know this this series might put them back where they need to be right and then on a personal note i like that they're going back with just nick fury kind of like i enjoyed that in comics kind of pulling back all the superheroes and trying mm-hmm. to focus on nick fury um to the point where it's almost giving a message that you don't have to be a superhero to do super things. Right. And uh, I like, I always like the messages within messages. True. So I'm, I'm enjoying secret wars. I'm enjoying it. Darrell, man. What say you? No. Um, going into this, like I said, my, my biggest question, it hasn't been answered yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that it will be over this couple episodes. How do, I want to see how this plays overall into where they're headed, even with the villains, mm-hmm. um, you know, how does this fit with the Kang, um, you know, dynasty and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely enjoyed these first two episodes, um, especially the second one, even with the, the conversation between um, Rhodey and, and uh, Fury, that, I love that whole dialogue back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that was, I mean, I know it wasn't a lot of action, but that was one of the better parts of that <clears throat> second oh, yeah. episode. Absolutely. Um, and I love even them addressing the fact that Hey, we're the Avengers with this, you know. Mm-hmm. They do that in there, and they're like, "Hey, we, well, hold on, we, we're not going to quite call them in yet because mm-hmm. of, you know, we're, we're afraid that hey, if they call them in too early, we don't know who we can trust, but we can't." Right. Um, so I do have a question, like, "Hey, if, if everybody knew about this, why did you know why why we ain't create nothing to detect, you know, some DNA detection or something? Like, hey, at least you know at the White House or you know the important buildings or something." Um, I mean, I know that's a whole other thing, but mm-hmm. uh, I definitely enjoy where this is going so far. For sure. Norm? 
Well, I mean, what more is to be said? I mean, this this show, whew, like I said, that first episode went off with a bang right from jump because my man, um, the spy, who got caught, who was in Black Panther? I can't, can't recall his name. Oh, um, um, uh, Agent Ross? Agent Ross, Agent Ross. So you figure, okay, Agent, it's Agent Ross. Last time I saw him, he was with the Wakandans, right? But mm-hmm. now he off in the streets. Okay, maybe on the run. <laughs> okay, let's see what's going on. Oh, wait, oh, mm-hmm. he a scroll. Okay, right. now wait a minute. Because I think what what they're playing with this show is that you really don't know who's mm-hmm. who. Who's who? Who's who? Yeah. Which which plays how to into how the comics work, which is really dope. Right. So yeah. it's, it's even like, you know, you're thinking, okay, is Rhodey really Rhodey? Right. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, because he, he's saying something like, okay, that sounds like Rhodey, but then mm-hmm. what if that wasn't? Especially when you get mm-hmm. to that train scene with mm-hmm. with uh, Fury and Talos, where well, he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I called, you know, all million of them here. So it's like, it's a million yeah. of them here. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You don't right. know. That's a lot of people. And yeah. even right. what Fury was saying is like, humanity can't get along with each other. Right. What makes you think you're going to get a whole other people here and mm-hmm. get along with each other? Right, exactly. <laughs> we keep killing ourselves. Which, why are you here? Exactly. But on the flip, he was like, well, yeah, you made us a promise, and then you bailed. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was like, I, it, a great argument is one where you can see both sides of the story. And they both were right to a degree. So... I mean, this is a great ride, and I'm enjoying this show, for real. And, and I, I think the only con I might have is that they're revealing secrets a little too early because it doesn't give you that paranoid thriller feeling. Like, oh, but, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I, I wonder what's about to happen, but it's just like it's kind of already happening a little too quick. So I, I right. wish they kind of backed off the secrets. I know They only got six episodes, though. Yeah, I about to say, Dre, yeah, they got mm-hmm. – I think they might be coming, too, from the place where – they know they've been doing bad, like with their audience, like Marvel yeah. as a whole, and so they really want to give you something that's gonna keep you, you know, kind of give you all that, that energy and all of right. that. If they don't, if they don't grip you in those like that first episode, if they don't grip you, then you ain't gonna watch it. So they gotta kind of give you yeah, a little. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You know, and maybe maybe build to a bigger reveal. You know, mm-hmm. but that's just speculation. Well, all I know, I'm calling it now. It's gonna be super scrolling this somewhere. Somewhere it's gonna be super scroll is gonna be <laughs> oh, in here. Oh, yeah. you got yep. You can't have the scrolls without super scroll. Right. So that's gonna right. be in there somewhere. It may be like a different variation of it, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a super scroll in there somewhere. And I part of me suspects that Talos is behind all of this. You know what? My wife said the same exact thing. She was like, "What if Talos is really behind all of this <laughs> to get back at Fury for him abandoning them?" You know, and you know, and you, you know those little those little niches are in there saying like, after the blip, you were never the same, mm-hmm. and then you just abandoned us and forgot your promise to help us. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Fury was up there chilling in in the spaceship on an alternate uh, oh. beach, oh, three what I on a 3D beach or something like that. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. just chilling. I mean, yeah, they knew what they was getting into when they got it. But even when I watched Captain Marvel, when I saw like Talos's character, I always thought like, man, this guy seemed like he's scheming or plotting something in the in the back of his mind you know mm-hmm. try to accomplish whatever in that movie was getting to his family and all that stuff but now you got all your people here in secret wars and you've been building this community and been working together what y'all really been doing so you know right. <laughs> but but no but the biggest one fury's wife oh yeah i was oh, like what yeah. is happening here i was like what you know what <laughs> I you know, I I, I should have seen it coming. Did he have a wife in the comics? I can't remember. I don't. I don't think I so. Remember. I don't remember a wife. Um, Maybe in a different edition, but not the edition mm, I, re- I read. Okay. Mm. 
That's the problem with comics. You get so many different, <laughs> yeah, so many different are the same story, bro. Story it's lines annoying. And... <laughs> no, but... you know what I'm saying. So, so what do y'all think? So, where do y'all think this is like going to tie it? Because look, after Secret Invasion, what's the next show? What Echo or something we, like that or whatever? We, we pulled. I thought it was Loki. Yeah, Loki. Oh, Loki season two, right? Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I I, so. season one was good. Okay, so mm-hmm. like like Brandon said. It's, it's the good writing, okay? So this is where that Marvel, like we've known them to, be, is, the, is the good writing. And like we said a few episodes before is letting it breathe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let it space out, you know what I'm saying? So you can get that good writing. Now, but the only issue is is that the writers is on strike. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, so there's your uh, but some of the stuff's got to be written already. Like, I'm sure Loki is already done. Loki no, it's, 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 it's pre it's preordained. It's preordained as far right, as that. Right, now right, I'm, right. I'm interested to see how how is the Marvels going to tie into this? Like I'm is right. the Marvels going to be before this they, or they, after they this? Not watch. I'm not excited about. It's going to be a whole different. <laughs> it's going to be a whole different uh, verse. Multiverse. They're not going to tie in at all. Watch. It, it, it's going to suck, but mm-hmm. it, that's just they they might show. Something with Talos in it, and maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Fury, you know. But that's about it. Marvel, I'm sorry, the Marvel just has they they have no reason to be in this phase. I'm sorry, <laughs> it, I'm sorry. Unless they come out with a new trailer that's better than what they already came out with, I just right. I have no excitement to see that movie. Honestly, and it's nothing against it's nothing against. The actresses, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the woman movement. It it just plays no, no. It doesn't. They gotta give me more, right? Maybe they maybe they released that trailer on purpose to make us feel this way, and then bang, it's a great movie. Hopefully, no, that's better. No, because no, this is the same marketing scheme they did with uh, Captain Marvel. The exact same market as well. yeah. So, so no what you saw is what you gonna get. That's what you gonna get. That's that's sad, man. That's pretty sad. That might be the movie we don't do a review on. <laughs> one of them is like that one probably should have just been the TV show. Like yeah. that that one didn't need to be the movie. Don't waste the money on the CGI. No. <laughs> that's the we gonna, we, listen. We gonna get there. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. We, yeah, we go. But but dick. If you look, if y'all look at the numbers though for the box office, a lot of these movies coming out are flops. Yeah, like yeah. back to back to back flops, and it's like something changing in the in the eco spirit, man. Yeah, inflation. <laughs> <laughs> they going up on these movie tickets and these movies trash. The <laughs> only movie I know that has been successful in the past month and a half is Spidey Verse. Hey, that was the only one. Spidey Verse. I still ain't, I still ain't seen it, but I have to. No, man. Because Indiana Jones is projected to be a flop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, movie was a flop. First, first of all, I don't even know why they even thought Indiana Jones in this <laughs> time and period with all these Generation Z. Mm-hmm. They like Indiana Jones. who? I thought that was a place. <laughs> right. <laughs> we thought the last one was the last one. God, no. yeah. What right. the, the Crystal Skull? I thought. Why, Crystal why, Skull, you know? why do I want to see another storyline? Like how? Like they must got right in in archives. That's what I'm saying. Movie. Like why would I want to see an 80 year old something Harrison Ford uh, uh, trying to do what he did in the 80s? Because they worse for Sylvester Stallone. Is he is he eighty for real? He's eighty something. He's, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of Harrison Ford, man, they need to. I'm trying to see another Grand Torino. 
too. Something. Bring that eighty year old out. Wait, is he dead? He's still alive. Man, how are these people still alive? I think bro? I think he just did Sheer another willpower. Movie. <laughs> I think he just did another movie. You already movie. see Clint Eastwood. He's still doing movies. He's still yeah, yeah he's, he's he's he was in another here. movie. What when he in that movie uh when he when he couldn't he's, see? And he's ninety three. What's it called? Maybe that one Clint Eastwood. Clint is ninety three? Clint is ninety three. Ain't no way, wow. bro. These vampires. Y'all gonna give Harrison Ford that same energy when he's in uh, Captain America? Oh my God, I don't know about that. Because it's the same guy. But I, I'm not. I'm not against the guy. I'm just. I don't like the Indiana Jones. It's you know. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not real it's too happy old. with people. People with the last name Ford right now. So <laughs> I might not go see him. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, hey, we still got time for him to change his mind. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> hey, all, it, all it take, all it take is a few keystrokes, Norm. All right. it take is a few keystrokes. <laughs> you got a lot of people who owe you favors, Norm. Come on. You, well, you, you know, you know what, though. See, uh, I, I'm not gonna do it. We ain't gonna do it. We ain't gonna do it. Yeah, hey, he, can't, he can't stay mad forever because he gonna need another video the next. Hey, you know, no, you got to no, see. You got to, got to move with strategy. You got to move with strategy. He said the teacher <laughs> you gotta, you gotta move the strategy man you know, you tell know. him i'll take his uh family photos at the convention for free <laughs> nah it ain't gonna work no. <laughs> that, that ain't now, gonna fin- work bro. now finishing up on on secret invasion here's my thing do y'all think that fury this is all an act like is he pretending to be uh uh three steps behind or yes. is it really being three steps ahead? Fury, yeah, I would say he's all that's an act, man. It's yeah, all Fury, an act. Fury always got a, a strategy. Yeah, he's gonna come oh, through as a broken old man with a limp, and he doesn't wear his eye patch. I guarantee by by either episode three or four, he's back to the eye patch again. He's gonna, he, he gonna cut his beard back to the goatee, mm-hmm. throw the eye patch on, he's gonna be the old Nick Fury. And, and once he shows up, they're gonna be like, Welcome back. He's <laughs> gonna come in on a helicarrier and just right. don't know what time it is. You know, <laughs> even, even even he showed that even a little bit going to uh, that one lady's house and, and planted. Oh yeah, the MI six lady. Yeah, yeah, and planted the little uh, video camera in, in the aisle. That's true. Uh, oh my god! First of all, shout out to her because she's amazing. The way she tortured. Oh, oh with, with a smile on her face the whole time. That's the most polite torturer ever. <laughs> it was actually creepy, man. It was really creepy. It was really creepy. Is anybody torture me? Smiling, just take take me out, man. I don't need to go through this. It's like they, 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 enjoy me they enjoy your screams. Do it. Live. I'm ready to see my maker. <laughs> you just, just let me go. Oh yeah. That's why you know you, you get somebody else come in. You think it's a nice old lady, and it's like they that she's worse than all the men beating her beating him up before that. Yeah, for, real. for real. But so so obviously, so Secret Invasion is the good. Now we are going two episodes, so we so we got four more to go. Uh, I'm sure we're probably going to uh, talk about this down the line, but, but we got to get to this bad. All right, Andre mentioned it earlier. All right, if you're going to have a good superhero movie, can you make sure the CGI is good, please? Because first of all, that we talking about the Flash. If though, if y'all don't know, if y'all haven't seen, it, <laughs> you got to bring that, me in. Bring me in. <laughs> that that baby scene to open up the movie. 
you can't throw babies in the microwave. How demented do y'all have to be to yeah, show babies being thrown out of a skyscraper hospital building? Hey, but when that but when that nurse fell out that window, she just threw the baby. She didn't even try to hold on she to it. Like, to hold on man, man. I mean, I don't even trust nurses no more after seeing that. I'm like, you gonna try to save yourself. Aquaman going at each other, you know. Um, what's his name? The father, Batman. 
Like all this oh, stuff. Uh, like, Thomas I had to go back and yeah, watch the Thomas, cartoon. Thomas I had to go back and watch the cartoon uh, Flashpoint of Paradox just to get out. Like, this is what I was supposed to get. Yeah, like there's so much more you could do with the story. And that's that's what I was kind of comparing it to um, Flashpoint from the animation, the animation, mm-hmm. animated uh, part. But, you know, overall, the movie was, I mean, it's a superhero movie, but it just off the heels of, if I'm coming off the heels of Justice League, right. Zack Snyder um, version, not the other version. But Zach that's, un- that's unfair. That's unfair. You can't do that, Brandon. Well, I'm, you, okay, can, I'm just, you cannot I'm just, compare it to Zack Snyder's. No, no, coach. I'm not comparing. I'm just telling you where my thought process is coming okay, from. Coming, okay. off the, coming off the heels of seeing that in the DC universe um, and then seeing this movie, it, it kind of left me just, you know, lacking a little bit. Now, I know it's not going to be how Zack Snyder directed it or did it, but they should have been able to look at that film and say, how can we emulate this in a portion or a way? Not exactly. I know it's not going to be exactly how, how they did it, but give you that same feeling of the love of the character. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love the Flash, but I don't like this Flash. And not just because of Ezra. But even some of the writings, how he acts and maneuver, it just contrasts to me and some of the other things that I've seen of the Flash through the years. So that's that's but my you, but, but you gotta understand also there was a time skip in the development of this movie because they had to stop production because of that stupidity yeah. stupid character oh, Ezra Mr. actor, yeah, whatever I, he I is. Gotcha, but it's just me. It's just and, how and, and, and also, they should have realized, hey, this is a bad move. <laughs> right? You talk about like, like, like the Sonic, the Sonic art. Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we canceled that movie. That's not the first. You showed it. Oh my goodness. But um, I, 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 just, I don't, I. And then it, it, Ben Affleck as Batman. Eh, you know. Oh, yeah. wait, oh, so you prefer George Clooney as Batman because he was there too. Oh my God! Don't get me started on that. You prefer, prefer Nicholas Cage as Superman? No, don't go there. Oh, that's CGI. Oh my God, that was the horrible. See, look, Nicholas Cage as Superman but I, was so horrible. But I will say they were true. They were true to the fact that in the beginning of the film, they kind of use Flat Batman used Flash as a cleanup guy, which is what the Justice League normally does. Mm-hmm. To rescue all the people and to yeah. clean up, secure, and create parameter, for, you know, all that stuff. So they were true to that. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I give them that throughout the movie. They kept that. I, I really thought Henry Cavill was going to show up in this movie or something. He was supposed to. <laughs> they were supposed to have a few cameos. They were supposed to have Henry Cavill as Superman in there. Black Adam, um, too? Black Adam was, yeah, they were supposed, he he was was? supposed to show up. Yeah, they, ah. he was supposed to be a cameo in there. They were even going to have, uh, what's his name, Grant Austin, the C, uh, C-Dub Flash. Was supposed to cameo in there too. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. that one. To me, that that tells me like you ain't. I mean, they got vision, but that mean like they're not executing that outside vision. of outside of cameos to try to bring that nostalgia or other pieces of the universe in. Your movie line, your script got to be so tight where that stuff's like added is not doesn't make your movie. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, this wasn't a James Gunn project either. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, he came look over. At, they look were at Spider Verse. Like that was a good example. Mm-hmm. Great story, written well, has the cameos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but, I, Andreas, he he's not known for making like dynamic superhero movies. Mm. But, I mean, that 
The it just now I I'll, I'll listen. I'll, there was some like I said. I mean, overall, I mean, I gave it a five point five out of ten. Based off of the CGI alone was just horrible. Okay. Um, the people. I mean, people only were excited for a lot of the nostalgia with Michael Keaton in there. Anyway, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying. So that mm-hmm. part of the movie was what most people were even looking forward to. Now I will give him this: him doing the the dual acting to himself, like Oscar Isaac did in Moon Knight. I I give him that because that's hard to do when you yeah, you know doing sure. two characters by uh, by yourself. So I, I mm-hmm. give him that part. Um. And, and like Andre said, we know we know that um, Flash is known to be the cleanup guy. He's always he's usually cracking jokes onto the side. So that part I know Ezra, no, no matter how much we feel about him or whatever, he did good on that part. Oh, they 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 said no other person can do Flash but him. So so they they gonna keep going with him as much really? as we hate it, and yeah, they gonna stick with him. But like but like I said, like, like uh, what I'm saying is. <laughs> That part, that part, him playing Flash, yeah, I mean, he, he definitely imbi- uh, was Barry Allen, okay? I give him that part. And doing the dual acting, you know what I'm saying? But overall, the only a part with, that was good was what Michael Keaton came out. I do like Supergirl. Um, I thought she was good. I like her suit um, and everything. I hope, uh, you know, Jayla, they bring her back. For future films, you know, in uh, in in uh, James Gunn's franchise and everything, but overall, man, it it was it was it was all over the place sometimes for me. That was that it was just all over the place, especially the CGI. I I could not get it was that bad, especially that last part when they're in like the the time dome or whatever, mm-hmm. and they keep trying to um uh, fix the time stream, and then they have the other worlds colliding. Then you got you know Christopher Reeves um. Uh, Superman. See, now, see, that was an interesting concept, though. I mean, uh, 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 so one of the things, like on paper, that's great. Like, mm-hmm. if I, if you wrote that out of the script and said this is about to happen, you're gonna see Christopher Reeve over here, and you're gonna see this other kind. Of, that on paper, that sounds phenomenal. It really, honestly does. It just didn't translate to the CGI that well. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, to some Dre said earlier in regards to inflation, it's like okay, I'm paying thirty dollars. And the CG is trash. What, what y'all? Right. But what y'all doing with the money we giving you for this movie? Yeah, what's, right. what's, what's happening here? Well, a lot of them didn't make budget, so. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I saw this article, and I just wanted to know y'all thoughts. They were talking about um, a lot of these CGI with these movies and stuff now, where they were saying like they're pushing out so much, so many movies at a faster rate that the companies aren't taking their time with the CGI. Yeah, because AI doing it. So it's like they're, you know, they, they got to finish, you know, a movie, you know, six months quicker. Mm-hmm. And they don't care that, hey, well, it's not going to, you know, be as good if we took our time. Mm-hmm. But, hey, let's get the movie out. I'm going to be honest. See, I, I, I think we reach a point of, of, of over-reliance on CGI. I was and, about and, to say and, and it's like Mission Impossible is going to come out. and Everybody knows it's going to be a smash. Right, it's gonna be a smash. And Mission is Impossible, it? Is... sorry, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. All right, we gonna see. We I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna hold you to that. Hold me to that. Hold me to that. Hold me to that. If Mission Impossible is not gonna be a smash, and if it's not, I'll come back and say, you know what, I was wrong. But, <laughs> but you gotta see it too. Yeah, I gotta see. No, I'm gonna see. I've seen every Mission Impossible. I love, I love okay. that franchise. It's awesome. Okay. But, 
but they rely a lot on practical effects yeah. than CGI, and it really translates over better. Even to, my, yep. to me, it's even better yep. to do practical effects right. because yep. it feels almost more realistic. Like y'all remember Blade Two, when they, they, the two guys were fighting each other in front of the lights, and it looked like mm. like some off a of Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. It just looks crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, yeah. now, 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 and, and I think that's one of the reasons why Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy was so successful. Was is because you didn't. It wasn't a lot of CG. It wasn't no CGI in there, really. It was a realistic uh, version of Batman um, that that we got. You know, especially when Dark Knight came out, like just to see um, that whole dynamic of. You know the 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 government's corrupt. You know what I'm saying, and then you know Joker's trying to expose and then do all that. You know what I'm saying? Like you saw the realness in it. You know what I mean? And I think what those writers did in those was it let literally let people take a look back. Like, yo, these people are really doing us dirty. Like, you know, Joker really making sense to what he's saying to this. You know what I'm saying? But it was a real world like scenario. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, yeah. and I think a lot of times writers like they got to take some stuff that is actually going on in reality, and then put some of that fantasy writing in there to make it make us you know tell a good story to it. So, so you know based off I mean? of that, are they gonna do like a story about that uh, the Ocean Gate? Is that gonna be a story? Man, Ooh. you need to stop. I'm, that, that's not even. A, I'm serious. On, it's not even man. a joke. I'm serious. Hey, hey cue the Titanic song. <laughs> You Celine Dion. Uh, I, 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 but I'm serious though. It's like because I mean that's a story, and somebody gonna make it. And, right. Yeah, somebody gonna make a documentary. Probably Netflix gonna pick it up. You they know, pick up everything I mean, so it's fast. A pretty tragic story, but you know, I feel like they're still alive, and it was just a money maker. Oh, you think they all just they faked it and ran off to the islands? Yeah. You know, billionaires try to evade taxes every day. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> Change the whole dynamic of their name and their identification. And well, I won't say they're trying to evade. It's actually written in the tax code. Some, you know, they just follow the <laughs> rules. But you know, <laughs> if they die, they taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I might have to fake my death. Why do you think they make the tax code so long? Man, so many pages. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's a whole nother episode, but uh, <laughs> but I was gonna say on the, but, on the CGI too, uh, just like what Norm was saying, it I feel like it makes some of the screenwriting and some of the producers less creative because they feel like they can rely on Honestly, this yeah. machine to just give them what they think is good, but it's the creative mind and the creative juices that really makes a good movie. And if you look at a good director, a good director like involved every step of the movie, giving his input, changing little things, the little nuances, the big things, and it helps bring that creative together. And I think that's what a lot of these movies are missing is that creative touch. Like, how yeah. could we do this, even though we know it's hard and we know CGI is easy, how could we do this in a way where it is real or 90% of it is real? And we do right. 10% filler, you know? Right. So, yeah, Do y'all true. think y'all think James Gunn? You think he's gonna bring some of that 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 realness? So uh, here's the he, he, here's the thing with James Gunn. J, James Gunn he he he's a very strategic director because if you go and look back at Guardians of the Galaxy three, he almost found the balance between CGI mm-hmm. and realistic scenarios, right? To a point to where he started using practical stunts 
mm-hmm. as a Mission Impossible as opposed to The Flash. Just basically the whole movie was CGI. Right. But I get why the, the Flash, you know, Andres used a multiplication of CGI scenes to bring it together because uh, it's, you know, it, it didn't tell a story. It was legitimately right. like Morbius, just a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, Norman, don't don't start. Gabe is not here today. Do not yeah, Gabe, embody Gabe that. Not here, but Gabe and Brian. You're not going to try to slip that under the radar, like for like Morbius. <laughs> hey, hey, what just, what was better, Morbius? Or, what was better, Morbius or Flash? Uh, in terms of what overall story if, 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 hey, if, if, if i if i, I had to, to choose if, if, if asking me if i had a choice if i had five dollars and i can only yeah. pay see morbius or the flash no if you have four dollars if i have four dollars <laughs> even it out brother don't don't you gotta borrow one no change left no change no, no. left if I, if I have four dollars i would see the flash you that's cat. <laughs> you know that was that's cat. I swear that's cat. You Cause, are lying. No, because no, I can make it through the flash. I can't make it through Morbius, man. I can't. What? I, I can't make it through, man. I'm sorry. Brandon, do you believe him? Do you believe him, Brandon? Come on, man. Come on, man. That's King Wayne. Norm ain't never lied. Norm ain't never lied. I gotta believe him. He the fact checker, but man, this is cat. <laughs> This is Cap tonight. Cap Ooh, all day. They just gonna hate on Morbius. Right. Right. But, 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 but did, did Morbius hit his budget though? Did the Flash? No, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm asking a serious question. I'm not trying to clown. I'm serious. Did Mor- I don't I'll know. Look, I, I'll, I, I'll I look got, it up. I'll, I I'll look, look it up. I gotta look that up. Man. I'll look I, it up. So y'all know. keep going. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. And if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll take my four dollars and go see Morbius. All right. <laughs> go, go ahead, Jay. I'm going Ain't gonna throw four dollars no more. He real lit while so while Norman's fat checking that man, so 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 Flash, it, I yeah, mm-mm. it was bad. It was bad. It was. It was bad. And then here's my thing. They didn't even explain. They didn't even t- like y'all saw you saw his mom's death, but they didn't explain anything else after that. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't like they didn't explain like okay. And he didn't learn his lesson at all. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because <laughs> he, he, he stopped his he stopped his younger self from going around in circles over and over. He did learn a lesson. No, he stopped him from for his so he let his mom get, but then at this grocery store, he still changed his dad's fate in the and it still messed up everything. That's why you got George Clooney at the end of the film coming through as Batman. My oh, wife yeah. actually cried that scene when he saw his mom in the grocery store. <laughs> She was what? bawling her eyes out. Well, she's extra emotional right now. Yeah, I know, I know, but she was just she's bawling her little right eyes. Out. Okay, so so I, I'm I'm going to go ahead. See, I'm mad at my word. Mor- Morbius had a budget of about seventy five to eighty three million, and a box office of, was one hundred sixty seven million. There we okay. go. Flash was between two hundred to two hundred million. Box office was 245, so they just just got over. They just got her. And so let me more, tell you something that 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 ain't net. That ain't no, that ain't net. No, no that, 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 that ain't net. The people got to take some taxes out of it. Yo, you uh, you want your box office to be uh, what two and a half times your budget to make sure that's how you know it's a success. Yeah. So hey, people in Japan, I don't care. 
Asians use the most CGI in a movie, and mm-hmm. even they was disappointed in the Flash. <laughs> he is not lying. <laughs> they gonna kick us off the internet. You know? They gonna kick us respectfully. We are. We I already got one episode banned for playing with Eastern. Y'all, y'all put way too much CGI in y'all movies. Please stop. We 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 like practical stunts. We love Jackie Chan. Come on, love like, him. Does his know. own. Does his own stunts. Y'all don't gotta put that much CGI. We Does get it. Stunts. We get it. We get it. I do love the fact that they they are probably the the, the, the biggest culture that comes out with most of the Greek mythology movies. Because mm-hmm. we need more of those in America. I love. I I just love Greek mythology. Yeah, Greek mythology. Oh, I love Greek the, mythology. yeah it's great. Yeah. It's really really. Yeah. Good. So so Clash of Titans was banging. You like that? I loved it. Yeah, I love the Immortals. Um, I love Percy Jackson. Yeah, Percy, Percy Jackson. Love yeah. Percy Jackson. That was Jackson. a sleeper. Cause I, 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 oh yeah. yeah, that was a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Percy Jackson was definitely a sleeper. Yeah, and they made two of them. So. They did. The <laughs> second one was more more of a sleeper. Than Check this one movie, y'all. It's called The Zodiac King. Zodiac King. Zodiac King. It's 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 a new movie. What is it on? I think it's either on. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Check it out. It's it's pretty yeah, good. All it's the, about yeah, Greek all mythology. The, yeah. All right. Yeah, all the Greek mythology, and then we all know Brandon will bust out. I can go the distance. Oh and, yeah. And on Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your runway, brother. <laughs> I can go just. See what I tell you. Like I belong. My lord. So, so this is creeping through the cracks. I hear they're supposed to be coming out with a live action uh, Prince of Egypt. They what? <laughs> I'm so tired of. Um, wait, wait, isn't that just called the Ten Commandments? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they done made so many versions of that movie, bro. They, they, they already got not, one. I was hoping they did. I, I hope it's just a rumor, man. I they really do not do. need to touch say, the last, Prince of Egypt. The last animated movie was cool. You know, it wasn't biblically accurate, but it was cool. They do not need to <laughs> touch Prince of Egypt, bro. A- after uh, Gods of Egypt, bro, I I, just, I can't. Oh, Gods of Egypt, was I can't with Hollywood no more. I it can't was, do it, man. No, it was just I can't. I yeah. can't. Hollywood literally has taken God out of the their whole equation. Because you look at yeah. a lot of them old movies, man, they reference, you know, they, they had a lot of reference for, for God. They had a lot more like uh church uh, you know, God fearing movies and stuff back then. Hollywood mm-hmm. just like, you know what, we good. We just gonna take them Well they, they they fell under the agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I, was, I was about to say there's a callback. I was happy in the first Avengers movie. Where you know Captain Captain America was like, or uh, Black Widow was like, you know, sit this one out. These are people are practically gods. He's like, there's only one god, ma'am. You know, <laughs> that's right. You know, nobody like, yeah. saved in the Marvel universe. I- <laughs> right. You know. But yeah. But overall, man, Flash was just Flash was bad. Yeah. Flash was bad. We, but we, this, we. Th- but this last one that we gonna talk about, Mm-mm. this has to deal with black culture. Good Google Google. Good God. The BET Awards. Mm. If y'all haven't seen the videos, if y'all haven't seen our the beloved Bobby Jones reaction, they to about the, to kill Bobby Jones. Oh my Bobby, god! Bobby Jones's face is just hilarious when she is dead. Like it, it, you couldn't have picked a, a more perfect aisle yeah. for her to be dancing next to, <laughs> just to the, show the opposite. Kyle Rock and 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 the two they probably. Two of the most worst females. 
Mm. Azalea Banks and, and Krishan. Oh, don't get me started with Azalea. They're, the way, they're, the they're probably the, the most two moral ridden females in the industry, I want to say. Morally. Mm. You, you you couldn't put nobody more perfect by Bobby Jones <laughs> to get his reaction. Right. <laughs> it was almost like it was set up. <laughs> it probably was. They probably did. They probably did that. All no, because just... like, like when they do these awards, they put people in certain places. Right. They, they didn't like, just walk in and find a bro, seat. Right, right, bro. So why couldn't you put Bobby Jones by Kurt Franklin? That might my, not have been too much better. I don't but, think Kurt, I don't think Kurt was better. even there. But my, but my, oh, he was there. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> my whole thing is why he does, always there. Why does our award shows have to be the way they are? Right. Well, it's a reflection of the culture, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, I I, I say this as respectfully as a black man as I know how. But black culture, we celebrate the worst possible things for us. Worst I mean, we champion things that are terrible for us Mm -hmm, as a society. But we champion it. It's like, okay, my my man go to jail. Free free pookie. All over the place, you know. We 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 champion. Oh, he free. He's champion. He, he he kicked the old lady. Oh, but he free. What? Right. I, I've always like, hated those moments. Why do you think like... that is? Hmm. Why are we like that? Why is it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with us, bro? It's Viacom. They own BET. They tell them what to do. Well, no, they I'm, it up. I'm going beyond the show. I'm talking. No, about, he talking like, about in general. Culture, it's because culture, people in general. It's money, man. It's, money no, make I'm, you do strange things. Like he just said about the Pookie incident, where they talking about free Pookie. Pookie done shot up six banks and killed two people and y'all talking right. about free Pookie. <laughs> I've never like understood that. that. Like, why why are we freeing him? You know like, he would you it, know he was no good. Is it because we've been held down for so long? Now we got, you know, some kind of freedom. We just mm. are belligerent. And there's a there's a, a, a bright side and a dark side to our culture. Oh, of course. And, and, of course. and we mm. and, and we embody whatever is trending at the time. Mm. You know, with, with uh, I, it's hard to exp- it's not hard to explain, but it's hard to explain because it's so like. What, but, 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 but what? But, but there was a switch because you, you see, back in you know back then, a lot of our people they fought to get education, they fought to try to get land, they fought to vote, but somehow between the sixties. The 70s, 80s, and, and onwards, something switched to where it's like people don't even want our like they don't even want land anymore. They're too busy wanting to, you know, spend money on on big rims and you know who got the best look, uh, stereo and and this and that. You know, look, it started with Norm's generation. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the clubbing generation, bro. I'm telling you, the freak Nick generation. The freak look, Nick man, generation. Let me tell you something. It, and we ain't doing nothing but following suit. That, that's it, well, no, man. I mean, I, I I definitely agree, and I've said this on a, a previous show. You know, every generation affects the generation that comes behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just reality. And if you if you look at how things are now, it's just a reflection of how we made them to be. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, if, if you say the sixties, the sixties was a different time. You had black mm-hmm. culture, the church was strong, black families were strong. We all in this together. You right. know, we all good. Right. And then somewhere along the line, you know, you had the Various drug epidemics. You had the the crime bills and whatever to the black fathers out the home. So now the black families are run by the black women. So now the black women in the home, and then the black men came back at home. They all felons, and it just all trickles down from there. So now you have a situation where 
all the, all the black people they don't want to be around these these hoodlums. So yeah. they, they up and out of here, right? And, and, and the generation before Norm, now with the crack cocaine generation. Yeah, Miami mm-hmm. Vice. Yeah. You know yes. So it's like it, it's like it's. I mean, I don't know what. Well, we kind of do know what Gen Z gonna look like. I mean, and that's an embodiment of what we do as millennials. So it's like you know. I mean, honestly, I, I, I honestly believe that you you need hard times to make strong people. Yeah, at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm, I mean, the civil rights movement to me, the civil rights movement made our people coalesce because we had one force that made us. We got to stick together because otherwise Mm -hmm. we're gonna be all jacked up. But then once civil rights flipped and we started getting some freedom again, this is my opinion. We started getting some freedom, got a little money in our pockets. Oh, I'm gonna start looking out for number one. And then now I don't care about the community because now I'll make sure I'm straight. You know, I'm not gonna gonna hop in the middle of a fight. that's the thing is, is the dollar, like the goal changed. Like even like these, the, the gangs and stuff that we have, they're, they're initially, most of them started for a good reason, for a good right. purpose to be mm-hmm. protecting, you know, of their community, to strengthen their community. Now it's like, well, now I need to make this money forget my community. Yeah. You know, yeah. every person, you know, every, every person wants their cut. But, it, it, we we talked about this about six episodes ago, um, about uh, desegregation. Mm-hmm. First thing that could ever could have happened to the black culture. I'm gonna say it again: that desegregation was the worst thing that ever could have happened, be outside of slavery, of course, um, to the black culture, just because we were desensitized outside of desegregation because we became more comfortable with what was going on around us and we started intermingling with the nonsense that we used to stand against and then also to look that 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 negative is is pushed so much on social media you see mm-hmm. it in movies you see it in tv shows um uh, you know what i'm saying like if if, if you see a cop show you know uh um Look at the, the 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 drug dealers that they're most of the time they're dealing with. You know, mm-hmm. It's someone from the the black community, you know, someone head of the gang or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, we 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 promote it so much because they know it's going to sell. You know, so when are when are when are our people going to stand up and like, listen, we are more than just this negativity that y'all are promoting. Okay? Well, I, we I have think- jokes. You know what I'm saying? We have positivity around us. You know what I mean? Like. Like when 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 are we going to step up and say we're more than this? Uh, honestly, I believe we're, it goes back to what I was saying. If you need something to to bring the culture back together again, mm-hmm. because right now, I mean, right now, to your point, we're all comfortable. We got our lives. I got I got what I need. You know what I mean? What what's what what's what's affecting me? What's a, why, why should I care about my brother? You know, mm-hmm. my life is great. You know what I'm saying? But you 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 need some type of thing to to jail right because right now i mean i don't know man because if you think about it you know and i know this is a cliche but you know the the colonizers they they, they you know they, <laughs> they 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 was like we because we, we begged for something different so for so long and they was like you know what okay we're gonna give it to you let's see how you handle it mm. 
so, so yeah. you're saying if you give people what well, they want, they, they destroy themselves. <laughs> I mean, cause if you, let's be real. Let's be real, man. I it's mean, a, it's a maturity thing too. Though. Yeah, it's it's you are, you are what you are around, and if you want to stay around the same basis of degrading. Or 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 be a part of the culture that is degrading the black culture. You're going to continue to trickle down from generation to generation. You know why? Why you got kids twerking? Right. So I think social media was is probably the most evil. To, it, it, there's a five percent rate that's positive and bright on social media, but to mm-hmm. me, I feel like the rest is just darkness. It's, it's such a dark cloud over the millennial generation. And this is, you know, Norman and generation, they are part of it too. But at the same time, our generation, which is 35 and under, <laughs> respectfully, um, the, the cloud is a little darker over us just because we're so sold into it. We rely on it for literally everything, man. Like, yeah. we degrade people we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know you. But we degrade you to a point to where we dislike you because like of whole, something somebody else said. Like the whole submarine thing. Yeah. You see the comments that was going on about that. Not <laughs> just right. like it, but just in general, social media. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's just not lose their lives and y'all making a joke out of it. Man. And and, it, and it's just not our culture with social media. It's yeah. every culture. Oh, yeah, it's every culture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we talk about BET. Why these yeah. why, these <laughs> why these women can't put on no clothes? Okay, but I mean, but I mean, if we if you want to say something, BET ain't been solid for a long time. Oh no, I mean, it didn't. It, it, I think it just reached the pinnacle of just darkness at this yeah. point because I, mean, I remember the episode of Boondocks where Huey would watch BET and he started oh, getting yeah. stupider. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro, and, and it kind of sucks because you know BET is the lowest rated award show as mm. viewers. I mean, the Hoodie Awards is rated higher in viewership than the wow. BET Awards. Like, wild. And, the the BET, and remember, when we were younger, the BET Awards was a big deal. It was huge. Because it was, it was partially owned by a black woman. Mm-hmm. When she sold the rest of the, uh, of the, the, you know, the stock over mm-hmm. to the stakes of BET over to Viacom, it, well, I don't, mean, what, don't Tyler what, Perry own it now? No, he owns BET. He owns BET Plus. That's a different division of BET. I thought they said BET as the I whole think, entity. I think I, I, no? I thought I saw that too. But apparently, he's still in a in a bidding war um, to own it. He oh, he owns he owns BET Plus. That's why it's called Plus. It's it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a parent to BET mm-hmm. itself. BET is owned by Viacom, and Viacom is owned by the Jews. Which we're not going to get into that, um, but no, you, you know they, 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 we don't get kicked off the internet for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. yeah. And and it's 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 a it's a it's a replication of what always happens to, you know, our culture when when everything becomes scripted for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, so here's the question: then. I mean, it is, and I'm gonna play play a little bit of the other side of it. Are they not giving people what they want to watch? I mean, but look at look at the top shows. The top top shows that most of our people talk about is drama. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. drama, some For crazy sure. Real Housewives, yep. you know, basketball wives. Some mm-hmm. you know, it's drama, 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 and yeah. we for it. 
I mean, yeah. uh, what was that? What used to be Flavor Flav and all his Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, right, man. I mean, wait, wait. Y'all, now, y'all, it's been a minute, but not that long. Y'all remember when everybody in the church was talking about Grey's Anatomy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody in the church was talking about that. Yes. And uh, what was the other one? Um, Scandal. 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 Mm-hmm. Was, man, I, you would have thought that she was a member of the PCFIPAW right. code. You would have yeah. thought that she was a member just how much that, that was in the church. I ain't gonna lie, drama. I used to love me some Carrie Washington. Oh, I mean, she's a beautiful woman, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, you know, but still, I mean, um, people, I see people love drama. Mm-hmm. I think this goes back to a conversation we were having earlier in the year, one of the episodes, where we were talking about how come they don't show any good, like, church shows. You know, positive <laughs> behind the church. Yeah, you don't watch Greenlee? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But I'm saying like that that's the reason why. Yeah, that, because... that the, the way Greenlee the well, I you know, it's a, it, it's truth to it though. It is truth to it, but it was but they, they, they shine it like yeah. so too brightly. But, yeah. I mean, without that though, that nobody's gonna watch it. If there's no yeah. drama, if yeah, it's just right. somebody coming like to church, nice every day. church scene. Yeah, <laughs> if it's a nice wholesome church show, you know, Where the family then goes home East dinner, talks about their day. You know, praise, but, but, like, but to Norm's point, we've kind of been pushing that narrative for years. When you start going back to things like, uh, uh, what's that soul food, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. go back and back and back, they always paint our culture, our families as maybe winning in an area, but overall, we have these unhealthy derivatives, unhealthy relationships mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. our families. Which comes to the demise of them. So um, it's and a I think, and I think, uh, and I think Tyler Perry definitely, uh, with his plays and with his movies, like showed more, and people kept wanting more. You know what I'm saying? Big Happy Family, uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. You know what I'm saying? Why did I get married? You know what I'm saying? All of those. Yeah, well, I feel bad those... for the Dark Skin Brothers, boy. They couldn't, they couldn't win in them movies. Well, <laughs> Dark Skin Brothers that that hate Jesus. <laughs> that goes. That take me down a whole another road. You know, Tyler, people, uh, Tyler people, Perry because he got some kind of thing. I, I feel, but you know, <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, but. <laughs> oh my gosh! What's episode of Boondocks? I am dark skinned and bald, and I hate Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Tyler Perry just he just followed the flow sheet. Uh-huh. Drama sales. Drama so sales. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make millions, if not billions, of dollars off of black people's trauma because people can relate to the trauma and drama so you know i'm gonna make as much money as i can i'm gonna try to do some type of solitude to commend for how i've eaten mm-hmm. off of y'all trauma yeah i'm gonna go ahead and buy a studio make the black culture feel good buy an all army base you know co- confederate you know yeah army you know army men and, and whatnot happened in the 1800s but you know, and, and and that's satisfaction to 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 what I've done, but I'm gonna continue to blanket what I continue to do, right? In the background, mm-hmm. which is continue to eat off of the drama. The the, the the shows that are on BET Plus is outrageously crazy, bro. Like some of the stuff I've seen, it's just it's weird, bro. It's it's <laughs> and not very good acting either. And that's the that's the crazy thing about it. It's 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 almost close to a Tubi oh type my of God. tenure Lord. in acting. Like these these are these are are I, you know what? I don't want no. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Everybody's trash. Everybody's <laughs> trash who acts on that on that 
I don't care. Like, there there has to be some truth. They try, and I don't know why they do black movies like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Black shows. You can look at uh, a, a, a show with a predominantly particular group of actresses who are Caucasian mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe of another descent. And I was showing Jay this. I said, look at this BET show. Then let's go over here to USA or TNT and look at this show. Right. You see the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, it goes back to like, we can make we can make good shows. We just, like you say, they choose to be on the pain. Like you go back to, even though it's old show, but the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that show family with issue with problems, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. come back together and still be a family. And still be a family. And, and he it's was, still playing today. Now, regardless yeah. of what you know, happened going on with Bill, uh, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible to make money and not feed off of pain or just uh, craziness or anything else that happens in, in But family. even so, Brandon, like I was just about to mention, you know, look at a lot of the old black sitcom shows that yeah. that we all love and can go back and watch to this to this day. Martin, it was just a, a, a black couple with their friends just getting into chaos every day. Living single, uh, you got yep. a bunch of single women that are on, on their business, you know, dealing with relationship Fa- problems. Family matters. Family matters, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We never seen a black nerd, really, the, until Steve the came out. The, the Jeffersons, Jefferson. you, you know go. what I'm saying? All that positivity. Yep. And don't you know what I mean? Don't forget about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will go. in that there iconic scene yeah. where Will's dad, no, that was yeah. tragic, leaving again, but his uncle comes in, fills that void. Fills that void. You know, so. A lot of that positivity, you know, but it's yeah, that's, like, that's been gone, man. We we appreciate we, we appreciate your generation for that, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you, man. We do, man. Yep. Y'all thank did you, something right, man. Oh, thank you. You, you know, know but, so wait, wait, do you think those shows would actually do well today? Nope. No. no, because drama sells, man. Drama didn't sell, sell right back then like that. Drama yeah. and, and yeah, drama, stuff. drug dealing. That's that's what's yeah. selling right now. I mean, you look, 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 look at the sitcom. Like most black sitcoms are on the Roku channel, they're not on mainstream stations anymore. On demand, yeah. They're all they don't, on they don't do reruns. They don't. Yeah. Okay, so so here's a question: Would you consider Power a positive show? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> if, 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 like I said, Fifty Cent is doing the same exact thing Tyler Perry is doing. Mm-hmm. He's making money off of the black culture's trauma. Drug power dealing. Is, power is, and snowfall. Is, 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 is snowfall too? Yeah. And snowfall was dated back to our grandparents' years of, mm-hmm. you know. California living and drug dealing and crack cocaine pandemic and you know it is it's, it's feeding off of black culture's trauma mm-hmm. and as long as you do that you're going to sell you're going to get views people are intrigued by mm-hmm. drama yeah but people don't go see black movies if there's no drama Dramas. in it yeah you know so well, it's like the one called was it the blackening or that was pretty good Oh, the the I comedy? haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that. I heard it was pretty funny. I haven't yeah, seen it yet, but I, I heard it was pretty funny. But but, I mean, but, 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 but that, that's it's but a that's parody though. So, but that's yeah. my point. We're, like, we can have those type of movies that are supposedly scary, but there's funniness to it. It's not that typical. Uh, oh, there's a the black person going to die first or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's positivity in it. You know, we have the we have those those characters and those parodies that we can do. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we have just as much talent and just as much in writing, acting, oh, and and comedic timing as much as our as our uh, white and them counterparts. You know what I'm saying? We have well, just yeah, as much. We do, but here's the thing about that. I, I remember something my dad told me years ago. I was a small kid, I didn't really understand it, but he was like, you know, in the grand scheme of life, if if society was if you put all the major races in a car together, you will never see the black man driving that car. He will always be in the back telling jokes. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I'm like, that's great, right? Can you tell the jokes? You're making everybody good. As I get older, it's like, wait a minute, that's what he wasn't telling me that. Right. He said, we, we our, our culture, we're too we too focused on the the feelings and the ethereal yeah. stuff. We ain't focused yeah. on the keeping the main thing the main thing. We're not focused on driving. We're not focused right. we ain't fo- on we, we ain't, think on we have race. no major agenda that we push. We mm-hmm. get behind everybody else's agenda. Yeah. And that's what that's and that's what happens. And then and then I mean, some some would say we we we're all Democrats and we all do whatever the Democrats are. Mm-hmm. Some would say that. Now again, I'm not gonna get into a political debate because yeah. this ain't that type of show. Right. But <laughs> y'all know what I mean. No, no, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, overall overall, man, the BT Wars, they it did not represent black culture at all. If y'all haven't seen Ryan Davis's uh take on it, y'all need to go watch Ryan because he he spoke very well and what it was uh, meant, you know what I'm saying? You know, especially when he uh, mentioned Coco Jones. Uh, she has a hit uh, R&B single out. You know, she's probably grew up listening to like Alicia Keys, Keisha Cole, uh, all these other great R&B singers, but she's performing in front of TikTokers and, you mm-hmm. know, hood, hood R&B artists that ain't, that, you know, that don't just got famous that. off, yeah. that don't appreciate that. Uh-huh. You know, I'm looking at the BET Wars, man. A lot of the stuff that used to be played, on the beat like like there's usually always a gospel portion on there. Yeah, there was no gospel portion. Nope. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see one male R and B artist. They usually have a male R and B artist saying R and B is gone, brother. R and B is gone. You might as well go on Spotify to the 90s channel. R and B is gone, man. You know? And a lot of the popularity is a lot of the new female hip hop artists that are literally images of of Little Kim when Little Kim was out back in the nineties, but at the mm-hmm. same time, at least Little Kim had lyrics and stuff. These girls are literally saying the same thing in mm-hmm. in all their songs. You know what I man, mean? Like man, they're not saying what, nothing. What, what sex sales? I mean, so how do you how, how do you get worse than like Megan the Stallion and right and and and, and, and like that's the. Mm-hmm. Sex sales, man. There's no uh, there's no shame, and not just to... that, ghetto. Ghetto hood ratchet. That's, that's what sells. That's what sells. That's what sells. Make a fool of yourself. Make, make a fool of yourself. And that's, that's what's what being and that's what's really being pushed, especially on on TikTok. And that's what a lot of these kids is, is Go, coming going, up and that's what they see. Going back to to um this the the the, the movie not not the movie but the, the um the entertainment uh industry conversation. Um the, the best scene the best and the truest scene, and I think it rocked a lot of boats. That's why they cut him off of the show American Gods. Orlando Jones scene, a mm. uh, Mr. Nancy on the boat. If that wasn't the most convictive scene for the black culture mm. I've ever seen, and it should have made a lot of individuals think about like what's really good. Like, why are we so deprived? We can't keep blaming colonizers we can't keep right. blaming other cultures we we are the only culture that celebrates everybody else's culture instead mm-hmm. of our own yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
And then we keep saying it, we keep pushing it on television, celebrate black culture. Celebrate. But if you're looking at it, a lot is the other cultures that keep saying, let's celebrate yeah. black culture. It's never our, our oh, let's, let's support our black businesses. You know what I'm saying? You know, let's support these HBCU programs. You know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of our folks. I didn't know what an HBCU was until after high school. Like the black counselors didn't tell me what an HBCU was. Right. My mother had to tell me what you know what I'm saying. My mother had to tell me what it was. And right. Now, oh, you know, they definitely weren't gonna tell you where you were. You know, <laughs> oh, where I'm at? <laughs> no, where you was. You you ain't there nah, no more. Being from, nah, from the Wisco. Nah, they weren't gonna do that. They weren't, they weren't. But you know what I mean? Like uh, it's it's important for all, us that are educated and know these things, we have to we have to tell our young ones, you know, our kids and stuff like yeah. the importance of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, at we this point to. here, at, at this point here, Doc, I'm, I'm, I'm of the belief, it's, it's on the next generation, man. It's mm-hmm. on us to, to, to yeah. they're gonna be the ones. If someone's gonna turn it around, it's gonna be the next generation. It's got to, and it's up to us. That's that's the millennials that are parents now that are educated and, and have maturity to this to let them know, like, you know, we are not this. All right, we're more than this. You know, but I'm not gonna lie. When the the celebration of hip hop. 50 years, I'm not even that. A lot of the old artists, you know, that I came up listening in, like, middle school, high school, you know, I was uh, I was excited. But that was the best part of the whole show was the nostalgia. And what mm-hmm, we say a couple yeah. episodes, nostal- nostalgia is what's selling. But because, yeah. like, if you notice, whenever an old artist came out, everybody was up, rocking, hitting it. You know, when the dances came out, when Soulja Boy came out with Crank That, everybody went crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. But when the new artists performed, you had half the section sitting down, Half standing up. They that's because feel- they don't do songs, man. They, they do like they clips. I mean, exactly. you, they, you say nostalgia sells, but I mean, there's a reason why it does. I mean, that was back when you had to go to the studio, mm-hmm. crank out an album, mm-hmm. an album full of 12 songs, then go go to the store, buy it yourself for mm-hmm. $9.99, and then take it home and had the whole thing. There was I mean, a exactly. there was a, a, a dedication to the craft. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, I mean, think, it think about it. I mean, they, had to, they had to work. Yeah. They, they had to work for a music yeah. soundtrack to sound unique well, and they actually different. Made music, though. They actually yeah. made music, though. They, actually, they actually had to make albums. They got SoundCloud and EPs. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was about to say. It's like, I mean, for $10, I can get all the music in the world. Yeah, you can. I mean, and yes. you ain't gonna and you ain't gonna listen to all of it. No, I'm not gonna listen to all of it. So it's like you know, you you have almost like you you made it too easy mm-hmm. to get to the people. So now why should yeah. I work so hard? Work so exactly. hard, so there's no point. There's anymore. no point to work and, hard. So everything and, starts and to become I, mundane and bad. Man, I saw this. Yeah. I saw this one TikTok. The guy he was saying he said the, the reason why the, this generation is so angry is because their music sucks. <laughs> Hey, man! I'm telling you, look, man. You know, music, music used to be a a, a healing, a, a healing. You know, it used to be therapeutic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But now it's just all, you know, it's, it's just it's negative. And, like it's just all negative. So rob that, know, shoot that, lick rob, this. Yeah, drink <laughs> this. Man, you know what bro. I'm saying? It's just all, it's just all negative. Right. I'm tired of it, and and, and, of it. and that sells the drive for for lust on social media. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's just it's just like man, all these women they they. It's no shame. There's no shame anymore. Nah, there's no shame. Well, the, the, everything you know, is too accessible, man. It's just too accessible. It's, it's, it's too. I mean, you, you 
do you get something there's a there's a something to having to work for something right mm-hmm. it, 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 there's a certain personal sense of ownership but if everything's so accessible it's easy to get instant gratification mm-hmm. you lose the value of it because you didn't have to work hard to get it right in the first place right. it, it, mm-hmm. it, it go back to something you said earlier it's like if I, i'm just gonna give this to you watch you destroy yourself because you ain't got yep. to work for it here's here's yep. But think about it. When, when they had the stimuluses, right, and they just gave out free money, mm-hmm. what did the average black person do? Spend it. Spend it. Spend it. <laughs> that, that went that man. And I, I was trying to that's tell still, people that's still sitting in my for account. the longest. I said, look, save that money because what they're about to do is they're about to ask for it back during taxes. Too, they're about to go up in inflation because so everything's going to cost a lot more. Right. And what happened? They didn't have it. Nah, and, man, let me tell you something, boy. I ain't even about to get in all that. But, yeah, man. I, I, I remember that time. like, Because I do taxes and stuff. And people are like, oh, man, yeah, I can't wait. I'm like, you ain't going to be happy when you file your taxes. Dump, dump, hey, the real them PPP loans. <laughs> man. Hey, they want mm. their money back. They want it back. They but want it back. But just like what Norm said, and I know we're we going to be getting off here soon. Even if you don't work for it, you don't value it. That's even mm-hmm. like to say people that don't vote in our culture in this mm-hmm. time. They don't they don't see the value in it or the purpose in it. Whether my vote counts or not, I will always remember that somebody laid down their life for me to have the right to walk into a specific place right. and write on a specific paper and be counted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So but they exactly. what did, and what did the Black Panthers have? A black political party. Yeah. Black, they yeah. made sure they, they wrote out the terms. Like they mm-hmm. walked up to the individual, the candidate for whatever office that they were running for and said, Look, these are what this is what we need. Can you supply this realistically? Will Congress right. pass these bills? Will this be done? Mm-hmm. Do not lie to me, or we coming for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't do that no more. No. Nah. We know, no, but yeah. also that that history that is, the black is not being being pushed in, in school. It's not a lot of the kids, man. They they could care yeah. less about <laughs> the history. They could care less about it. Hmm. You know, you know what? That, it, 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 I'm gonna say it, 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 real quick, and it's, I know it's my last thing. I don't time getting away. It, it was a quote I remember reading before, and I keep it with me because it reminds me. So it was by um, an author named G. Michael Hoff. Mm. He said, "Hard times create strong men." Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and mm. weak men create hard times. Mm. It's a cycle. It's a cycle, brother. Yeah, and, man. And if you look at our society, you know exactly where we at. Yeah, exactly. And 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 they, ooh boy, they they just stumping on masculinity. Lord have mercy. It, it's a it's about to be an epidemic. Man, listen. You, that's that. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. We gonna have to bring. We gonna have to have a special guest for that. One yeah, or something. yeah. All right. Yeah. But listen, man. This was the Church Nurse episode, man. Sixteen. The good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. Listen, man. We hope y'all enjoyed your time tonight. Listen, we want you to go subscribe to our Church Nurse podcast on YouTube and Facebook, and also, if you're not watching, you can also listen on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast and Spotify. All right, listen, you can take the church nerds everywhere you go. Listen, don't forget the PCF5 National Convention, July 28th through August 2nd, man. It is coming, and we are going to be in Chirac. Shout out. We're going to be in Chirac. Make sure you bring your bulletproof John Wick vest, and we're going to have ourselves a good time. Good time in the shot. 
All right. Listen, man, we excited. We love everybody, man. Uh, once again, I'm Jay Baldwin. We got Norman Heath, the Red Walls, Andre Buford, and Brandon Travis. Yeah, Peace yeah, out. We're going to stop hating on the city, the man. Church. I'm, <laughs> hating on the I'm right. at to walk out my hotel room. The, the real, the real you live in the city? I, I'm not right now. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go. He used to live downtown. He used to I, live I used downtown. to live five minutes away from the, the current place. But. Oh, did you? Okay.